All right, fellas, fellas, it's definitely a Monday because we just recorded this whole entire podcast. Now we got to record it again because there was no sound. And you might be saying, Sal, you're an idiot. You don't know how to do sound yet at this point in your, your, your YouTube and career. No, I know how to do sound, but we ended up having to travel this weekend and taking the travel mic. And I never switched back the settings in my recording to identify the mic that we got going right now. But right now I'm seeing everything coming through. And man, oh, man, is that annoying. So we're already set back a half hour on our Monday. But it don't matter. It don't matter. That was meant to be. For whatever reason, maybe now I'm not going to leave a little bit earlier. And I'm going to tell myself now I won't go out and walk and a car won't clip me on the side of the road and take out my arm. Something like that, right? So we're having a good morning instead. We got both our limbs, all four of our limbs, but both our arms right now. So not too bad. We are back, though, with the four-game slate. There's a three-game slate as well earlier today. Not covering it. You can whine all you want. You can throw your fists in the air. I'm covering the four-game slate, right? I'm going to be playing probably the three-game slate, but I'm covering the four-game slate because there's not a seven-game slate to cover. And if there's a video that's going to get me more shelf time, right, instead of having people only watch this video for four hours once it goes up, they can end up watching it for seven or eight hours. Well, yeah, I'm obviously going to be doing that one so more people can actually get value out of the content that I'm creating. So we'll see. I'll probably project for the three-game slate if I indeed do play for it, but the main slate's the four-game slate anyways. There's more contests. There's more prize pools. There's better overall plays in terms of paying up so many more options, value plays, teams to be keeping news out for and on eyes and things like that. So the four-game slate, just a better slate in general, and everything else lines up for prize pool-wise and contest-wise contest selection to just say play that slate anyways if you have to choose one. So as always, we'll be going through the injury and status dashboard, smacking you around, throwing information in your head there. We'll be going through our early interest for now the second time today for me but i got a clip of it so if you guys want to if, if there's any great lip readers out there that want some practice i got a 25 minute video of uh just lip reading uh, if you would like but by the mile a minute that i talk you might not be wanting to do that so like subscribe hit that notification bell as well we're doing a giveaway that ends tonight a chance to win some free merch if you take a screenshot of the notification bell send it to me via instagram or send it to me at me on twitter anything like that at salvage or dfs you can see the stuff up on the screen right now for my social medias and also the video is sponsored by Superdraft. it is a multiplier format somebody just won over fifteen hundred dollars in the discord last Last night had a very nice super draft weekend in the community in general somebody has won five figures ten thousand dollars plus based on winning last weekend's nfl slate so check out super draft they have it for so many different sports you can play anybody you want because it's not salary cap based it's a multiplier format so for example we have some players that are questionable today but if Kyrie plays he has a 1.15 x multiplier meaning that he gets his normal points multiplied by that multiplier so basically it's 15 percent bonus points whereas lebron james just has a 1x multiplier whatever points he gets multiplied by one he has no bonus multiplier there for super draft so you can pay up for anybody you want but they're not going to get as much of a multiplier so it's really about identifying value we have projections down below for Superdraft to help you out and follow along. We talk about it in depth in the live streams. Almost every single day, I give out some of the top options on Superdraft. So if somebody wants to get involved, it's never been easier than today, right? One or two weeks ago, right? Like investing in a stock that blows up one or two weeks ago or a month ago. If you got in a year ago, the competition was way softer than it is today. But the competition on Superdraft is insanely more softer. And the games you'll be playing in are much more soft than you're getting on DraftKings and you're getting on FanDuel and even Yahoo at this point. What does that mean? It means easier competition. So my name's Sal, S-A-L. Gets you a free money bonus up to a thousand, a thousand dollars. Because I actually got my dollar Ruski shirt. It came in the mail. It's over there, the merch store. Uh, we're in the fellow's hoodie now. We get the dollar Ruski shirt. We're getting some merch up in this bitch. So you can check that out. Link down below. Again, my name's Sal. SA lets them know he came for me, and a slow drip format is how they will release that to you. So in Houston today, we have no John Wall. He's out with a knee. We have a questionable Sterling Brown with a leg injury, and Daniel House remains out with a health status. Probable Eric Gordon as well. But here is the big kicker Victor Oladipo is set as of right now to make his debut. But as of my recording of this, which uh, my original recording was at 6 30 a.m., now recording at 7 05. But as of my recording, there was no Victor Oladipo in the player pool for the four game slate so that's a little bit interesting to have Kurus right from this big four-team trade Kurus is already in the player pool but for whatever reason Houston has not put or DraftKings has not put Victor Oladipo in the player pool so we're gonna have to keep a close eye on that I assume they add him later today sometimes this happens but usually it doesn't happen this late in the day quote-unquote late at 7 a.m east coast time but if I had to guess I would say if they put him in the player pool definitely have interest either way as long as they don't make him like $8,500 but if he's like a 74 75 7200 player like he was in Indy if that's what they're going to be giving him as a salary I do like that I'll have a lot of interest
Richardson, Oladipo, and some other players. Brooklyn Nets, I was with some Nets fans this weekend, my cousins, my family. They seem like they're a little bit annoyed with Kyrie Irving for obvious reasons, going to a party without a mask after missing time with the team, whatever you might want to say here. He is not being loved right now as much as James Harden, as much as Kevin Durant, who are actually playing for this team. Harden with a triple-double in his first game out there, along with 40 minutes and 40-plus points out of Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving at $9,100, questionable for health. Keep an eye on that. LeBron remains questionable every single game with his ankle, but Anthony Davis, we do know, is probable today. Outside of that, we're going to go over to Dallas and then Toronto to close out the slate in terms of injuries. Dallas, what you're getting today, Tim Hardaway Jr., questionable. This is important because, look, he's going to have to play 36 to 38 minutes. He's been playing that. If he's out, even more minutes for Jalen Brunson, who returns today. If he's out, even more minutes for Trey Burke. Because Josh Richardson remains out, Dorian Finney-Smith remains out. So Dorian Finney-Smith, I mean, you get some James Johnson, probably around 20 minutes still backing him up because now Kristoff is playing bigger minutes. Dwight Powell still out, but Kristoff played 33 minutes in that last game. So I expect Porzingis to be getting some nice run here. I expect Porzingis to continue to play 30-plus minutes right now for this team. And if that's the case, Boban becomes pointless. You can still get some value out of Willie Cauley-Stein in that upper 5K range, but he's kind of at his top price dollar now for Kristoff playing bigger minutes. So keep an eye on Tim Hardaway Jr. If he's in, I'll have some interest there. At $6,800, it's starting to become a little bit too much, though, but the minutes are still nice. If he's out, that's where you get a little bit more value for basically everybody else on this team. And Alex Len, as we scroll down here to close out the injury and status dashboard, is out. We still are not getting Chris Bouchard starting, but he had a four-minute spot start for Aaron Baines in the last one, and Bouchard has now started the second half in like five straight games for Toronto, even when Len is healthy. So you can now comfortably start to project Chris Bouchard for like 28 minutes, if not putting him at 30 plus as he's played 30 plus now in a couple of games in a row. So Alex Len remains out for health and safety protocol issues. And it's not the first time today we're doing this injury and status dashboard in the early inches, but for you beautiful people, it is. We'll do it again for you. If we're looking at Brooklyn today, you have a nice $10,800 James Harden. I think that that's appealing. You have Kyrie Irving at $9,100, who I personally think we saw him as an off-ball guard when he was with Cleveland a good amount, who I personally think takes the biggest hit from this three-headed monster now in Brooklyn. I think Kevin Durant is the best price for what the upside is and what his just overall price in general is. He's not my favorite pay-up option. We'll get to that guy in a moment on this slate. But Kevin Durant at $10,100 is somebody that I do think is appealing. Here's the one concern and something just to keep an eye on from Kevin Durant. Obviously, in that last game, you see James Harden flying all over the court. James Harden had a 29% defensive rebounding rate in his first game with the Nets. You're not going to see that again, right? But Kevin Durant played 31 of his 40 minutes alongside James Harden. So about 77% of the time, they were playing next to each other. Here's the big kicker. Now, James Harden had 14 plus assists and he was going off for the triple double. He saw like he seemed like he was playing a lot harder on defense. He was slapping his teammates' hands. He was trying to change the narrative in Brooklyn, right? Complete opposite of what he was doing in Houston. But James Harden, he ended up seeing a 54% assist percentage. Don't expect that to continue, especially if Kyrie Irving comes back. It's going to knock all these guys down a little bit. But Kevin Durant, playing alongside of him for 31 minutes, only an 11.8% assist percentage. Durant's normally in that like mid 20s, 24, 25% assist percentage range. Now, Durant scored 42 real life points, so that put his fantasy point per minute production pretty high at 1.42. But in general, keep a close eye on this. It's just a one game sample. But if Durant's going to start to take a hit in the assist, assist department, that's really going to hurt. I think long term, James Harden is the best fantasy point per producer on this team, but you're going to see that in the salary cap. I think still today, if you're choosing between one of these three payups, it's Kevin Durant. I don't love him, but there's not much other value on uh, Brooklyn right now. Maybe you want to go to DeAndre Jordan and hope instead of playing 16 or 18 minutes and them not going small ball four, five with Jeff Green and Kevin Durant, which they've been doing. Hope you get a little bit more run out of him. I don't really know if I trust that to kind of waste a center position on him. So Kevin Durant will be the guy for me if you're choosing somebody on this team. We can go now to Chicago where you see Laurie and the Carter, the big men for Chicago. I like Laurie a lot. This is a guy who two years ago, when he was playing closer to the basket, getting easier shot attempts, getting easier rebounding opportunities, was like an $8,000 player in Chicago, and he looked fantastic. Now he's still in the sixth game range, but he's slowly looking like that player again. You have a new organization, a new program in Chicago now, and they're not making Lurie just forced into three-point shooters and making him something that he's just honestly not. Lurie marketing now this year is averaging 1.12 fantasy points per minute, getting very close to that two years ago, Lurie. And then the thing that we like, because you can kind of now tell he's playing closer to the basket, the defensive rebounding rate is now leading this team in 173 minutes, a 23.6%. The other guy in the 
team, Wendell Carter, I prefer Laurie. I like Laurie a little bit more. More positionality, flexibility there, not just being a center. But Wendell Carter is only averaging 27 minutes per game. When he doesn't get in foul trouble, he's going to play 30. Now, that's the issue there. Laurie's not going to get in foul trouble as much. But Wendell Carter averaging over a fantasy point per minute. He's also in play for me. But he's so close to Laurie that unless the ownership is going to be like 10% difference, I'll go to Laurie there. You can find projections, rankings, all that type of stuff, value, link down below on Patreon to see how far off both Laurie and Wendell Carter are going to be from each other. So check that out. We will also have later this week, just to keep an eye on it, Championship Sunday, NFL content will be going out per usual, same schedule as that. But MMA starting on Thursday, I won't be doing it myself, but we'll be having a guest and somebody who's very well versed in the space. So be sure to check that out. Thursday, that video will be dropping. PJ content from yours truly this week as well. And live streams at 4 p.m. East Coast time throughout the week. So be sure to hit that notification bell, get into the contest, screenshot me on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it might be to let me know that you're notified to the channel. But at 4 p.m. East Coast time, we'll be live for this NBA four game slate, breaking it down now for the third time today. We can go over to Dallas today. I do think that Luke is fine, but there's so many payup options on the slate that, of course, getting to Luke, who's just been averaging these last couple of games, like 69 fantasy points per game is okay to do. But I like that you got Christoph Porzingis now in that last game playing decent minutes at 33 minutes. That looked nice. Since he's returned, he's looked okay. Christoph right now has played so far 83 minutes, I believe this season now and a couple of games back. He's averaging 1.1 fantasy points per minute. That's going to go up. His rebounding rate is above 21% already. But the thing that looks really nice, a 29% usage rate. You're not getting extreme value here on Christoph. I think that he probably starts to become like an 86 to $8,800 player as the year goes on, especially if you get these solidified minutes. Last year at times, he was playing 35, 36 minutes. So seeing 33, there's definitely more of a ceiling there. So at $8,200, he's going to be my favorite Dallas player today. There's not much left on the bone. There's so many payup options today that look good. Like you have Zach Levine on the slate. You have all three of those Brooklyn guys. You have the Lakers guys. You have Giannis on the slate, right? You have guys that I haven't even talked about. Luka just got a Passover. You have Steph Curry on the slate. So many options that it makes some of these teams just not look as good when their stars are priced up that much and the value's kind of priced where it should be. One of those teams is Golden State. Like I think Kelly Oubre, fine. You get 28 minutes out of Kelly Oubre lately. What you're getting out of him is like 26 to 30 fantasy points. It's not going to kill you. If I'm going to go to one player though, it's probably Draymond Green. Draymond Green has now played 215 minutes, playing bigger minutes rather fastly for this team. He's not shooting well, just 41% true shooting percentage. That can definitely come up. Never been a great shooter, but that can come up because he's averaging just 0.82 fantasy points per minute. I'm going to start projecting him for around 0.9, 0.95. You're getting the assist percentage, 32.5%. He leads this team in assist percentage. The reason you like Draymond at $5,200 today is because yes, the double-double upside is there. The triple-double upside is there as well with a 17% defensive rebounding rate, but the assist percentage, you have outs. Even if Draymond only scores like eight real-life points, the fact that his assist percentage is going to lead him to opportunities to have 10 assists in a game, to have six rebounds, that's why you play him at this cheap price point. When he was 6K a couple days ago, makes it a little bit more difficult to get there if he doesn't score. Now in this low 5K range, it's a little bit easier. At the exact same price point as Eric Gordon, I prefer Draymond to Eric Gordon today. If there was no Victor Oladipo making his debut, I would prefer Eric Gordon as we scroll down now to these Houston guys. Eric Gordon is still in play at $5,200. I think the starting lineup that you're probably going to see is going to be somewhere like Eric Gordon, Victor Oladipo, a PJ Tucker, a Christian Wood. And at that three spot, it'll probably be either David Nwaba or Jason Tate. It was Jason Tate in that last game. And really, Jason Tate's a power forward. And you could say that PJ Tucker's the three, Jason Tate at the four, whatever you want to say there. But I think that you're probably not going to see Sterling Brown, who is questionable starting at the three. Likely Jason Tate. So just keep a close eye on that. He's been starting a lot this year. So it makes Eric Gordon a little bit worse of a play when these guys are going to be back. I think Jason Tate's fine at $5,100, but only if he's starting. Otherwise, if it's Nwaba or Sterling Brown, those guys look appealing, but not as good now because it's Victor Oladipo returning, right? Victor Oladipo is going to have a lot of usage on this team. Eric Gordon is now back. It's not the same situation as two games ago with this Houston team. Another thing to keep in mind is that so far this season, Christian Wood, without John Wall or James Harden on the court, not going to have either of them today. Not going to have James Harden now for a while. Without those two guys on the court, Christian Wood is averaging a 30 plus percent usage rate, 1.4 fantasy points per minute, right? That's something that I really want to be playing at $8,900. He's playing big minutes. He's going to continue to play 34, 35 minutes and average that type of usage, $8,900. He's going to be chalky. He's been chalky the last two games and put up 50 plus points for people. And he's going to continue to be chalky in this one at 8,900. I do like him though. It's hard to get away from it. If I had to rank Houston right now, it'd be Christian Wood. And then it would be Victor Oladipo. Actually, it would 
probably be Victor Oladipo, assuming his price is in the mid to low 7K range, then Christian Wood, and then I'll put Jason Tate and Eric Gordon kind of as 3A, 3B options. Again, I prefer Draymond Green if you're looking at it at the exact same price point to both Eric Gordon and Jason Tate at this point. So really the priorities, if I had to be choosing a lineup to kind of start with, would be Victor Oladipo, Christian Wood, and then leave Houston and see if you need any other value later on. Let's scroll down now a little bit more as we get into the Lakers here. And yeah, my only interest for the Lakers is going to be Anthony Davis. He's going to be coming in today at $93. Like him a lot more, obviously, if LeBron's out. With LeBron out so far this year, Davis is averaging over a 30% usage rate, 1.25 fantasy points per minute, probably gets closer to 1.3, even 1.4, even higher in some ceiling performances. The more that we have a bigger sample with him without LeBron on the court, he has a ceiling either way. He'll be low on just a yet another payup option. These guys that are above 9K today, there's endless amounts. So once you identify the value today or the mid-range plays, it's easy to get different with your payup options. So Davis is going to be definitely a lower own payup option when he's priced around guys like Christian Wood, who a lot of people are going to want to play today price around guys like Zach Levine, who's been hot as of late, or when people are going to want to go up and get yourselves a Kevin Durant or a James Harden, right? He's going to be not that owned at $9,300. He's going to kind of be in a no man's land. So Davis is appealing to me from a contrarian standpoint and becomes even better with that late game, right? If he's ruled out and some guys are already going and you can late swap to Davis now at lower ownership and really low ownership with no Anthony with no LeBron James, Davis would become a really appealing option. Now you go over to Milwaukee where Giannis is just too cheap. Giannis is the best payup option. I assume he picks up the ownership. Hopefully he doesn't know because there's so many. Maybe it just gets distributed everywhere. Kevin Durant's hot game people go to hard and triple double people go to for Christ's sake Luke is on the slate as well so many motherfucking payup options to choose from so I like Giannis at 10,400 he's still just averaging 1.62 fantasy points per minute this year but that's definitely going to go up as the season goes on but even if it doesn't right he's now scored in two of his last three games only in the 40s in fantasy points but one of them was a blowout that he only played 27 minutes and then a sandwich in between there is a 60 plus point game Giannis is still Giannis there's nothing wrong here you're just getting a very hot start to the season for Middleton who's averaging 1.26 fantasy points per minute normally like a 1.15 guy so he has a hot start to the season it's dropping Giannis from like a 1.8 to a 1.62 guy. Giannis is fine. Even if Giannis just does what he's been doing this year, he's underpriced. 30 minutes at 1.62 fantasy points per minute. Yeah, he's going to score you 55 fantasy points. So at $10,400, I like Giannis. He's my favorite payup option here. We can close it out now with the Toronto guys. These Toronto guys are not as appealing, I would say. Like I liked for a couple of days there, you saw Pascal Siakam getting a lot of center minutes. Now Chris Bouchard is getting the overwhelming amount of these center minutes. Siakam's still getting some of them, but not enough to pay off this mid 8K price tag. So I'm not interested in Siakam right now. If I had to choose between Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry, they look identical honestly this year both around 1.1 fantasy points per minute they're both basically coming in right now you have Fred Van Vliet at a 29% assist percentage you have Kyle Lowry right now at a 30% assist percentage so they're basically looking like identical players I'll take the cheaper price point right now on Lowry not only the cheaper price point on Lowry but I'll also take just the the longer sample size of him being this good Fred Van Vliet obviously had a fantastic start to the year so if his fantasy point point of production dropped a little bit more I actually trust Lowry's longer sample of data at being this exact producer around 1.1 so I'll take Lowry if you're choosing between them I think that OG and Anobi is an interesting play today from single entry and GBP standpoint, you have a lot of guys in this slate that can put into the power forward spot, like a Chris Bouchard we'll talk about in a second. So I want to get as many point guards into my lineup. So any point guards that are shooting guard or small forward eligible that I like, I want to put them in those spots. I want to get as many centers where Chris Bouchard will play today at our power forwards into my lineup. So Chris Bouchard, put him in the power forward spot, not the center spot, right? Get as many big men into your lineup, get as many ball dominant guards into your lineup. That is one of the secrets. We have a downloadable PDF down below that I wrote about two years ago. It's not all the same. Some things have changed. I don't play as much cash. That's one of the things in there that you'll see that I talk about that I play cash at that point but it is one of the quote-unquote lineup construction secrets if you will for dfs is get as many big men high producing big men on average big men power forwards point guards score the most points shooting guards and small forwards they might look like value value that you might just have to play in some slates but you shouldn't be putting those guys in there so og and anobi is going to fall into that category of shooting guard small forward that i really try and stay away from but on a smaller slate if i have all those other positions filled to the maximum and i just have to get a small forward in there i think he's going to be somewhat of a contrarian option i also think draymond green will be somewhat contrarian today and i'd rather go there because of his assist percentage og 
Ian Anobi gets you there from things like steals, three steals, 2.9 steals right now, I think per 36 is what he has in a year. That's not as something as we can rely on as assist percentage in the upper 30s or mid 30s for somebody like a, a Draymond Green today. And then I will close out the slate by talking about Mr. Chris Bouchard at $7,100. Again, he's still not starting, but no Alex Len today. You saw a four minute spot start for Aaron Baines, who just looked bad, missed his shot, had three turnovers, a personal foul in his first four minutes. Chris Bouchard continues to start the second half of games, continues to play big minutes. He basically closed out that last game. He closed out the first quarter. He started the second half. He ended up closing out the game. He played 11 minutes and 45 seconds out of the last 12 minutes in the fourth quarter, kind of just checked in and out in that last couple of seconds of the game. So yes, Chris Bouchard, $7,100, continues to look good. He's averaging 1.38 fantasy points per minute. And if you're going to get that type of production, even if it comes down playing alongside these higher usage players like Lowry, F. Van Vliet, and also Siakam, even if it comes down to like 1.25 or 1.2, if you're getting 30 minutes out of him, yes, he's still not priced for it. And I love the positionality here. He's not just center eligible yet, at least. He's also power forward eligible. So Chris Bouchard, my favorite player in Toronto today. I like the fact that you can get him into that power forward spot. I like the fact that he's not that expensive yet, so he can still be a guy in that mid-range that's like a second or third guy into your lineup. So that's it, guys. I just went through this for a second time. I'm seeing all the volume is clicking on mine, so I'll edit this video. I'll get it up for you. Like, subscribe, do all those things. Hit that notification bell so you can know when we're going live at 4 p.m. later today. We'll talk about a lot more stuff. My projections, rankings, ownership. We'll talk about all the final stuff from value standpoint, all that type of stuff from other sports. We can talk about it all later today at 4 p.m. Talk about your weekends, how your weekends went, anything you want to talk about. But primarily, we'll be talking NBA DFS and how to set your lineups properly. 4 p.m. East Coast time. Check that out. If you want some help on the three games late earlier at 2.30, I'll likely, I'll likely do, uh, not 100% sure yet, but likely do the projections for the three games late that start at 2.30 p.m. East Coast time. So be sure to check those out down below on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore. We did the second one in about four minutes less. Probably had a little bit less stumbles in there. Maybe missed something or not. We'll see. Check the price on Victor Oladipo. As long as he's in the low 7K range, I'm going to like him. Even mid, upper 7K range, I give you 7,500. I'm still fine with him today. But those final projections will be telling the full story for me. Again, those will be down below on Patreon. You all rock. I'll see you all later today or most of you later today at 4 p.m. for the NBA live stream. Peace out, gang, and enjoy the rest of your day.